Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And today we are back with another segment of Coach's Corner, as well as another 2024 season preview. We are so excited to be joined by Janelle McDonald, who was gearing up for her second season as the head coach for the UCLA Bruins. Janelle joins us to preview her Bruin team. She talks about what you can expect from the freshmen, her strategy on vault with more 10 options in her arsenal, how her team is navigating their last season in the Pac-12, and so much more. So please welcome to the show, Janelle McDonald. You finished your first season as head coach. What were your expectations going into last season? And do you feel like you achieved everything you set out to do? Yeah, you know, when I, I look back on last season, I think the thing I feel is just a ton of pride. Um, you know, I walked in after the team had had kind of a rough year and, um, you know, really being able to have the goal of two things coming in was one, I want this entire team to finish the season and say, I had a really great experience. And the second thing is to be able to say, have them say, I have a team of sisters for life around me. And so every decision I made, every conversation we had, I tried to keep those two things in mind. And what I started to find out is as we started to build relationships with one another and build trust with one another and really dial some of those things in, the gymnastics started to take care of itself. And, you know, I think when you throw a lot of change at people, there's a wall that sometimes goes up or a resistance. And the thing that I'm really proud of is that this team never did that. They leaned in, even though it might've been scary or it might've been hard, or, you know, there might've been uncomfortable conversations and things like that. They want to be great and they want to accomplish big things. And so they knew that even though there was a lot of change and a lot of new and a lot of like growth that had to happen at the beginning of last preseason, they leaned into it and they wanted to make something great out of last year. And so, you know, by the time we got to season, I felt like a lot of um, our culture things were in place. I felt like we had great communication with one another and, and then we were able to just really enjoy what we were doing together. And I think that's really why we were able to have such a successful season. Mm-hmm. How was it getting to know the team? Did you feel like it kind of happened naturally or? Yeah, I think some people more than others, right? Some people are like more open and uh, different personalities. And one of the things I love about this team is that we have a team of all different personalities. You know, we have some big, loud, big personalities and we have ones that are quiet, quiet and shy. And um, I love that because our team has all different personalities, when they come together, it really creates a special environment. And so for me, getting to know the team was really fun. It was probably one of the most rewarding pieces of, of coming into this program was just getting to learn more about each individual on our team and and getting to build something really special with each of them. So I want to talk about Vault. I feel like last season, Vault maybe wasn't the team's strongest event just because you guys didn't have that full 10 of star value lineup that we see a lot of the other top teams have. What is the strategy going in for this season? I feel like you have a lot more potential on the team this year for some one and a half or 10 of star values. Um, so I guess what's the outlook for that event? And do you hope to have a full lineup of 10 of star values? And with someone like Shay, for example, who has a really nice full, do you sometimes just go with the full because you know it's going to score well? regardless. 
Yeah. I think at the end of last year, um, I, our team talked a lot about vault being an area that we could increase our depth and just our competitive greatness on. And so, um, you know, we brought in a three freshmen that all are doing a 10 start value on vault, which obviously is going to bolster our depth there. Um, and then, you know, we have some others that are, are dialing in. Clara Wren is one that, you know, she, she worked on doing the pie calf last year, but never really found that confidence to be completely locked in. And, you know, in our conversation, at the end of last season, you know, vault was an area where we thought like, you know, had we had a little bit more, more strength, a little more depth there, a little cleaner landings, we probably could have been a team that was at four on the floor. And so, you know, Clara knew that this is one of her strengths and she worked really hard all summer to get confident. And she really has her pike calf locked in right now. And um, we're really excited. We're, we're at a point now where we're really detailing it on vault and, and to be already in, you know, beginning of November now, but like to have her in a place where we're getting details dialed in instead of just trying to get the vault. That's pretty exciting. So depth wise, we feel really good about vault where it's at. And then, you know, obviously Shay, Shay's an all American with a full, I, I think she might be the <laughs> only first team all American with a full, but she, I mean, even still today, like I'll see her do her vault and it blows me away. Like the height, the, the distance, the body line. I mean, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. And so, you know, she typically goes anywhere from nine, nine to nine, nine, five. And that's absolutely what we want in our lineup. So, you know, I, I, I expect to see Shay keep her spot in the vault lineup. Um, even if we have some of those other 10 0 start values, you know, dialed in and ready to go, but yeah, we're, we're excited about vault. I think it's an, our entire team is really fired up because this is definitely an area that we were hoping to improve on for this season. And I think we're seeing that already. The few videos that I've seen of the team on vault, they look great. Yeah. Thank you. And I guess start values don't matter if you can do a full as well as Shay Campbell does. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's just, you know, I love really great gymnastics that's executed amazing. And so like, I just always want to watch her vault. So <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> so kind of speaking of one and a half, so you brought in a fifth year transfer and Naya Reed, who can also do a Yurchenko one and a half. Talk a little bit about her because I feel like her situation is kind of unique in that she was at Florida. She took a year off. I don't know whether or not she was training, but took a year off from gymnastics competing at least and then came to UCLA. So what is her transition not only to UCLA been like, but to just doing gymnastics again? Yeah, Naya has been just such a bright light addition to our team. She has incredible energy. Um, she obviously has great experience. And so like her leadership qualities has have just like they they've lifted our team. And um, you know, she she didn't do a ton of gymnastics last year. Um, in my first conversation I think I had with her, she talked about, well, I haven't been in the gym much, but I have stayed active. And so um in the summer she started getting to the gym a little bit more. And so when she got here, she was um she was just building her gymnastics back up. Gymnastics it didn't seem like it was that hard for her to get back. It was more just being able to to be strong enough to handle the pounding that that is gymnastics. Right. And so, um, she's in a really good place right now. Like she's really locked in with her vault floor is looking phenomenal. She's actually training all four events right now, which, I mean, I guess we could say bars is she's, she's semi-training. I got her doing basics and things just because I really am a big, I, I I'm a big believer that, that doing movement in gymnastics on everything is really important and it's valuable in its own right. But we got her doing basics and doing some things on bars, but, and actually she has her full beam routine ready to go too. So, oh. um, you know, she's just, she's just been a great addition to our team and, um, we're excited for her, for her leadership and, and just her energy that she brings every day. 
So how did her coming to UCLA come to be? Did you guys reach out to her? Did she reach out to you? Um, I think initially, I think initially we got an email from her um, and then we kind of, I talked to her, was really impressed. Um, BJ had talked to her, was really impressed. And then um, we kind of just, then we kind of didn't talk for a little bit and then it kind of came back up again. And, um, you know, we just, we had some really good conversations. And so we brought her to campus to just kind of talk with the, the, meet the team, see campus, see if it was the right fit and um, hands down every single person on our team and just felt like she was an amazing fit. She was really excited about the opportunity to come here and, and be a part of what we're doing and, and also be able to, you know, further her education. And so it's, it's honestly one of those things that just sort of fell into place and it felt really right. And um, I'm so happy it did because she's really been, been a great addition to our team. What about the freshmen? Can you speak about them and what you think their potential is for the season, potentially where we might see them contribute? Yeah. So our freshmen, we have three freshmen that came in um, and, you know, overall, like together they're they just bring this like bright light energy to the room. And it, it's just been really fun to to have their enthusiasm every single day. And um, one of the ones we brought in is Caitlin Rose. And I think she's probably the most known because she was competing on the elite scene and, and all of that for a long time. She's an amazing athlete. She works really hard, but she has this really cool ability to be totally dialed in and focused. I think that's a really special quality to have um, because when you look at her up on the event, she's so dialed in and focused, but then like she also is is just giving to her teammates. And I'm already seeing her step into different leadership roles and, and contribute in, in group huddles and things like that. And so I'm really excited to watch her grow as a leader on our team. Um, gymnastically, she's absolutely gonna contribute in the all around for us. Um, she's got really great execution in her gymnastics and she's she's really made, making the transition really well to, to NCAA. And um, obviously has the one and a half on vault like we talked about and um, you know doing e-passes on floor and, and really, really clean bars and beam. Um, next we have, uh, Paige Anastasi. She is, she's a trickster, I think is the best way to, to talk about her. She, she's got multiple, you know, Dean E passes on floor. She's doing the one and a half on vault. Um, she's training all around as well. And I think for her really getting those details and that technique dialed in is going to be the biggest thing for her because she loves to throw the big tricks. And now we just got to kind of clean it up so it can be super consistent for the season. Um, I definitely think that, you know, she's, she's, we're going to see her in some lineups, especially on vault. Um, and then our other one is Alex Irvine. Um, she's from Northern California. And, you know, I think she's one that, that over the next few years is really going to surprise a lot of people. She's incredibly coachable, which is, which is really fun for us, but she has beautiful gymnastics. And so for her, I think it's just a little bit of, um, confidence, getting her confidence locked in. And I think once that happens, she's going to really be able to contribute on a lot of events for us. Um, she's got a really nice line on bars, a really natural swing. Um, she does the full on pike off on vault, which sometimes I think that vault, I mean, kind of what I see it, it looks a little flat sometimes, like not as much amplitude and she actually gets a really good pop on it. So I, I think actually she could score pretty well with it. Um, she's, she's just got re really great form, really good technique in her gymnastics. And so I'm excited to see her, her grow and get her confidence dialed in. I wanted to ask about Cindy Barrows. She mm -hmm. posted some stuff on Instagram that kind of like alluded to the fact that she may potentially be on campus at least in January. Is there a possibility that she'll be a late roster ad? 
yeah, so that that's the plan right now is that she's going to be uh, joining us the beginning of January. So we're excited about that. Uh, she unfortunately, you know, had to change her plans because of an injury. And so um, we've got really good sports medicine programs here that will help her uh, get back to full strength and just get her going with classes and acclimated with the team. And so um, that's the plan right now is that she's coming in in January to, to you know, join the team. And we're, we're really excited to have her and looking forward to it. Of course, I have to ask about Marzetta Frazier coming back for the sixth year. Um, yeah. When did you know that she was going to come back and how did you find out? Yeah, so it was, um, I mean, it was during season. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think exactly when, but I started kind of dropping some, some just, you know, kind of joking, nudging her a little bit just to see what she was thinking. And, um, you know, the first kind of like little, little seed I planted, she like bit right away. And she's like, I keep thinking about it, you know? <laughs> and so, um, you know, we had some good conversations about it and, you know, she really, she's doing great gymnastics, you know, and she, she, she loves gymnastics. She loves being in the gym. She loves training. She loves playing with skills that she did when she was 12. You know, she just, she loves to play in the gym and, um, just having her energy and her leadership around is, is really valuable. And so, you know, if, I thought if there's any way that we could keep her around, I would love to, and then she gets to, you know, it, you know, continue her education and, and bolster her degrees and all of those kinds of things, which I think is amazing. And so, um, she ended up telling the team, during season I can't remember exactly when it when that timing was but um yeah so we've known for a while about her so okay uh, my favorite thing is watching especially during NCAA championships and like trying to figure out like okay does that look like it was the final routine is there a possibility they might come back and I feel like I couldn't tell with her yeah, yeah. I feel like anytime she would speak about it like it was very like one second she yeah. had to believe when she was coming back the next second I'm like no she's done so we're very happy to see her back well there there was one like there was I think it was like our national championship video she had said something about like you know my final routine and I thought well maybe she's changing her mind and it made me think that so she's <laughs> gonna fool the people even yeah. you <laughs> yeah so yeah I think they uh, they try to you know they gatekeep it until they're ready but yeah yeah but yeah she she you know she really she cared that you know the team knew and, and that kind of thing and she you know she held off to like telling the public for a really long time and I was it kind of got to the point where I'm like like Mars they're gonna release the roster like this week so you're gonna be on it and she's like okay cool it's like, did she even actually announce anything that's how I saw it I just saw so. the roster just dropped and yeah. she was there and we were like okay and she's like I'm good with it like that so she's like my team knows my family knows I'm good. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, Mars. <laughs> yeah. Another person that a lot of people are really excited to see this season is Frida Esparza. We've seen a couple videos of her in preseason and she looks amazing. What are your hopes for her? Frida is doing amazing. I it's, it's been really fun because last year she was out with an injury. And so, you know, getting to like, you know, building a relationship with someone that's not in actually training gymnastics every day is a little different. And so it's, it's kind of taken our relationship to the next level, which has been really fun just because she's, she's in it with us every day. And she is extremely dedicated to like working hard and getting back full strength. And that, that was so apparent this summer. She, uh, she, 
she was in the weight room with our, with our athletic performance coach all, all summer long. She was in the gym all summer long to really get back to where she knew she could be. And, um, she's doing incredible, you know, her gymnastics is beautiful. She's, she's just got incredible technique and style and details that, that really stand out. And, um, it was funny because she, we were talking about bars, which she's really great on bars, but she wanted to do this, this upgraded routine from what she's done in the past. And I was like, okay, well, let's have like a, a routine, a B routine. And then that can <laughs> like our C routine that you work towards. And it was funny because it was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm going to show you. And she like, she got it going because she wanted to do, she wants to add the Bahardwaj in. And so um, she's really got it dialed in. She's doing it really consistently, which is great. Um, so I, I'm really excited for her because she's worked really hard to be back to where she's at and um, for her to be able to have a great season will be really fun to see. I'm so excited about the Bahardwaj. I, I hope it makes it in the routine for good. It's my favorite <laughs> skill. So I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's looking good right now. So she's doing great. Um, beam. She's, she's got a really beautiful routine dialed in right now. Um, she's working on floor. She just got a new floor routine with BJ. So yeah, she's, she's doing great. And uh, we're so excited to have her back and just being, being able to, you know, have her be training all around and, and, you know, really pushing to be her best self is, is amazing to see. So we're seeing a lot more athletes balancing elite and college gymnastics, and you have MML Blue on your team who's on the elite path. So as far as like the season goes, how is her training plan different from the rest of the teams? Well, you know, I think the thing that's, that's really cool is like you train for the goal in gymnastics, right? And so I think like the, the training plan happens a little bit more naturally than you would think, you know, with, with elite, they do a little bit more skills. And so it's pretty easy to, to train both simultaneously, um, on a lot of events because of that. And so, you know, there's different endurance things that you have to do to prepare for a longer routine, but, um, it's, it's actually been pretty happening pretty naturally to be able to do both. And so, um, you know, for us, like we absolutely want to support our athletes in in all of their goals and dreams. And so, you know, when they're coming to us with these goals, we're like, let's go, let's, let's figure it out. And so, um, we're excited, excited for her, excited for her to have had the opportunity to compete for the Philippines. It was a really special, um, really special moment for her and, and for her family. And so it was, it was pretty cool to see her, uh, get to take that, that step and, and to find it so rewarding. We've talked about a lot of different athletes so far, but is there anyone that we haven't mentioned that so far in preseason has really surprised you that you think fans should be looking out for? Yeah. I mean, I think we didn't, we haven't talked about Selena Harris yet. Um, obviously she's, uh, you know, I think she was the highest finishing freshman at NCAAs last year. And I absolutely expect her to be able to pick up where she left off. Um, you know, I think last year there were some meets where, um, her floor scores were not quite as high as maybe we thought they could, they should have been or, or that kind of thing. So we really went back to the drawing board to see what, what, like what it could have been. Um, one of the things was maybe she's landing with her chest down a little bit on the full end. So so she's like, okay, I'm just going to learn a double layout then. So she worked really hard to, to figure out, you know, the double layout and she's really excited about it. It's, it's looking really clean, really nice. So, um, you know, she, she, we talk about competitive greatness on our team. It's, it's on the top of the John Wooden pyramid of success. And it's, and Selena has this like uncanny ability to, to have competitive greatness. I, I don't think I've ever coached somebody that 
that shows up when your best is needed, like she does. And um, it, it's a really cool attribute to have on the team. You know, we do a lot of things to, to foster competitive greatness, whether we have blue and gold challenges throughout the year. Some of them are silly, some of them are more serious, but, um, you know, we try to have fun with it and just really foster that competitive and fun environment. And, you know, Selena shows up for every competitive moment you can possibly imagine. And so, um, you know, I'm excited for her. I'm excited for her to have another great season and to, to really, um, feel proud of the work she's putting in. What about for the team as a whole? Is there a certain event that so far from what you've seen, you think is going to be the strong point for the season? I mean, we were the number one floor team last year. I, I expect us to be up there again this year on floor. Um, some of the floor teams BJ has come up with, I can't, e I can't even, they are so good. Um, oh, I know, can't wait. I, it's sometimes like last year I was like, oh, I don't know if they can get better than this. Like I loved them and I was all excited. And then, so every time there's a new routine that I see, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, Caitlin Rosens is going to blow you guys out of the water. It's so good. Like she has such a cool style and, um, her and BJ together came up with a really cool routine. Shays is amazing. So I think, I think, you know, I think, you know, we have really great tumbling we have good details, but I think, you know, that the choreography piece really, really takes it over the edge. And so I'm excited for floor this year. We're really excited about, um, about vault too. I think, um, being able to have a stronger lineup overall is gonna, is gonna really help us in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, our team's really proud of it. Mm -hmm. What about an area that you want to see some improvements between now and the start of season? Yeah, I think overall, you know, it's at this point, it's details, you know, I think we can clean some things up, lock in some technique here and there. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more depth on bars and beam. Um, we have some really great athletes there. We have some that are sort of on the verge of really being locked in and, and ready to go. But I think we just kind of kind of got to get over that hump a little bit and just keep working on details. You know, that that's the name of the game when we get when we get to season is, you know, who's holding those cast handstands, who's sticking the landings, all of that kind of stuff, just just dialing in those details, but I feel like we're in a really good spot. Um, you know, we've had two inner squads um, already. We're going to have another one the, the weekend before Thanksgiving. And I then meet the Bruins is uh, December 15th. And then um, pretty much other than that, we're, you know, we're, we're pretty excited about where we're at mm -hmm. and um, excited about where we're going, just working on those details now. At this point in the season, do you kind of have an idea of what you want the lineups to be, or is it still wide open and anything can change? So we had a, we had an inner squad like two last weekend or the weekend before I can't remember now, but, um, <laughs> but we, and basically it was sort of an open inner squad where it's like, we did all four events, but anybody that was, you know, even training the event, maybe they don't have their full routine completely locked in yet, got to still show. And so now we're going to start, um, over the next week or two, we're starting some more event shows with actual lineups. And then the inner squad we do before Thanksgiving is going to have our, is going to have lineups plus a couple alternates. And, um, just to kind of start dialing that in and and for those people to kind of get that push of like okay if I want to be in the picture I'm going to step up I'm going to be ready to go and um, so we're excited for that we're excited to start kind of building those lineups and see what they look like and um, you know and helping our team uh, add depth. Can you share what the team's biggest goal for the season is? Yeah so our you know for me I you know I think 
going off last year too, just, just having a great experience and, and having a really locked in culture that feels like family for me is what I'm going to keep working towards preparing our team to be the best they can be. That's my goal. Um, and you know, the team is talking though about, about winning a national championship. They, they have the belief they have, they have the desire and, and that's, that's what they're talking about. That's what they want to do. You know, I think last year getting so close to being at four on the floor and, you know, just a couple hops on landings cleaned up could have gotten us there. And so I think like, um, I think what that did is it fostered a lot of belief in what we can do. Um, and it also made them very hungry <laughs> for what's to come. And so, you know, our, our team has really big goals and they're, they're, you know, they're working really hard every day to, to make that happen. And, and I'm excited what can happen this season for them. This question was submitted by one of our Patreon supporters, but they want to know how you went about repairing the trust that may have been broken between the institution and the coaches and then the athletes. They want to know how you went about that following the 2022 season. Well, I think, you know, you know, we touched a little bit on just how change can be hard. And um, I think when I walked in, there was, um, there was a lot of I would say there's, there was some tension. There was, um, you know, trust that had to be built. Um, but again, our team wanted to build it, you know, and I think that that's a big thing. And so really what, what I had to do is I had to throw out any plans I had at that time and I needed to meet my team where they were at and we needed to build relationships with each other, build trust with each other and move forward in a positive way together. And so I think it was constantly meeting the team where they were at um, and moving forward together and having that, that mentality is really what helped us get it locked in. And I think, you know, there were a lot of different situations where kind of us as a staff were tested in those moments as far as like, okay, how are they gonna respond to this? And we always tried to respond right with the, with the mentality of how do I help my team have a great experience at this? I want them to say at the end of season, we had a great experience. And so all of our decisions were lined up for that and meeting them where they were at. And so I think the more and more they trusted that that's where we were at, then the more and more our relationships got built and we were able to move forward in a positive way together. So I wouldn't say the preseason last year was easy by any means, but it was really, really meaningful and really rewarding because, you know, I think sometimes on the the other side of, of hard conversations is, is a lot of growth and a lot of, uh, a lot of connection. And so, you know, that's, that's one of the things I'm most proud of, of our team is, is the growth we had last year. And, um, you know, now we've, we've got just such a fun culture. There's a lot of joy in our gym. There's a lot of joy in what we do. And, um, you know, they, they love gymnastics and they love who they're doing it with. And at the end of the day, that's, what's most important to me. Yeah. I have to ask you about the conference realignment. This is going to be the last season that UCLA is in the Pac-12. How does the team feel about that? Are they excited about that? Are they sad, nervous? What's, what's the general feeling with the team? You know, I the way that I that we've kind of decided to approach it is that this is going to be a celebration. You know, it's going to be a celebratory year of of all of the history that UCLA has had in this conference and, and all of the people that came before us and all the amazing moments that have happened uh, it, during our time in the Pac-12 or Pac-10 back then, you know, and, and I think it's, it's, this is a year we can celebrate that, you know, we can, um, we can celebrate the people that came before us and be excited about what's to come at the same time. So that's kind of our mindset on this year is, is just to, to celebrate the people that came before us and, and have a great year and, and, and leave this year with a bang out of the Pac-12 and headed to the the big 10. And, you know, we're really excited about what's to come and, uh, you know, looking forward to a great year celebrating in the, in the PAC 12 this year. 
do you feel like the realignment has impacted recruiting at all? Like, do you feel like athletes are worried about like the travel and all of that? I mean, I think that, I think that the internet's more worried about it than we are. <laughs> Fair. You know, initially, you know, initially that's the easy thing to think of, right. Of like, Oh, it's, you know, the schools aren't right here, but you know, it, it like the, the conference schedule, you know, kind of what the plan is, is not public yet, but when I look at it, I feel pretty good. Um, I, I'm not worried about travel. When I look at the number of days that our student athletes miss, miss, you know, Fridays or Thursdays of class right now compared to what it's going to be, it doesn't change. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I feel actually pretty good about it. Um, I feel pretty good that, that the conference is really on board with making sure that this is a smooth transition and that it is in the best interest of our student athletes, both in the classroom and on the competition floor. Well, we live in Big Ten territory, so we're excited to have you guys over on our side. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're excited. I mean, the, the competition in the Big Ten, I feel like every year is getting stronger. So, you know, with adding us in Washington, I, I really think the Big Ten can be the strongest conference in the country. And I, I'm really excited to be a part of it. I'm excited for for what's to come and, you know, all of the different rivalries and all the fun that's going to that's going to develop because of this move. Yeah. Um, we mentioned recruiting. So we're asking all of the coaches that we have on our show what they look for in recruits. And obviously, <laughs> UCLA is an amazing academic school. Gymnastics-wise, you guys are nationally competitive. It's a school that people want to go to. So what are you looking for in athletes? You have all these athletes that want to come to UCLA. How do you decide who you pick? What do you look for? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting because, like, you know, we, we can't talk to them until that June 15th date hits, right? And so before then, you know, we're looking at, you know, whose gymnastics fits our puzzle piece of what we're looking for, right? And whose gymnastics stands out to us or that we like and all of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, for us, like, you know, I think UCLA gymnastics is always known for having that that pizzazz out on the floor and, and people that are going to, you know, have that that extra, you know, spark in, in presentation and, and artistry and all of that out on the competition floor. So those kinds of people, like, obviously we, we, our eye draws to them. Um, but you know, once June 15th hits, it's really about getting to know the athlete, right. Getting to know who they are, what they like, what they're looking for, all of those things, um, to see if they're going to be a good fit with our culture. And, um, for me, you know, that's probably the most important thing, you know, we, one of our, you know, team values really is individuality. You know, we want to have a, a diverse accepting team where every single person can feel like they can be themselves. And so making sure that I'm, I'm looking for a, a class, a recruiting class that is that too, is really important to me. And so, so getting to know them and what, what's important to them is probably the most important thing to me. Um, you know, obviously we, we want people that are going to, you know, really take advantage of the opportunities of, of giving an education at UCLA. I think that's something that they got to be excited about because it, it is a world renowned institution. And I think it's something that we're really proud of. You know, we're proud that we are a place that can offer you a world-class education and a world-class athletic uh, experience as well. And so I really think it's a special place. I I'm so grateful to be here and I, and I love it. And I think it's, it's a place that, that really attracts a special type of person that wants to grow into the best version of themselves. So getting to know the recruits and seeing, um, who they are and what they're looking for is a really, really valuable to us in, in our recruiting journey. The final question that we have for you, and it's kind of a deep one. What is the, <laughs> you've got this. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned so far in your time as a coach? Hmm. I think the biggest, probably the biggest lesson is that 
relationships and connection and trust is everything. I think that, you know, whether it's with your staff, whether it's with your student athletes, um, whether it's with a teammate or a family member all, or a friend, all of those things, like that's the most important thing that's going to really be able to help you get the most out of your experience, help your teammates get the most out of their experience, help my student athletes get the most out of their experience and, and have enjoyment of the experience, right? I think the relationships you build and, and the care you have for the people around you is the most important thing. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm super competitive. I, I want to be great. I want to win, but I want more than anything. I want my student athletes to have an amazing experience. And so I need to get to know them individually. I need to get to know what, what makes them happy, what makes them, you know, fired up and excited. And I need to really try to foster an environment that, that helps that happen. And so, you know, I think it's, building those relationships and, and meeting them where they're at and, and moving forward together, really having a collaborative approach is, is probably what I've learned the most over the past year is just like, those are some of the most important things to creating a great environment and a great team. Well said. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that we didn't ask you that you want to add? Hmm. Let's see. I think we covered a lot, but <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did. I think we covered a lot. Yeah. No, this was great. Um, I'm just, Actually, you know, I've, I have one more athlete specific question. Brooklyn okay. Moores, I think a lot of people are kind of curious to see like what she's going to be like this season. Yeah. Any chance we'll see more of her? Yeah. You know, she's, um, her beam is looking really good right now. Um, you know, we're trying to make choices for her so that her body can hold up throughout the season. I think that's kind of been the challenge for her. Um, probably because, you know, she was like one of the best front tumblers in the world throughout her whole elite career. And that beats you up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think the, the plan for her is to really try to find some different things that help her be able to, to stay healthy throughout the season. And so um, we're working really hard with our PT, our sports medicine team, and just as a coaching staff and, and with communication with her to make sure that she can uh, sustain this. So like she's doing really well. She's training all four events right now. She's doing great. Um, beam is looking gorgeous. We've kind of changed up her beam dismount. So it's something that's less pounding for her. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for her to have a great year. She has really just become an incredible leader on our team. And, um, you know, she, she's communicating really well to be able to have a great year. And I think that at the, at the end of the day, she wants to be able to show up for her team every weekend. And, and it's, it's really inspiring to see. And so I'm excited for her to have a great year. She's looking great. Um, you know, she's, she's obviously one of the most fun floor performers to watch. And so yeah. I'm excited for that. And then, you know, she, she has a great 10 0 start value vault too, um, that we, we got to see at the end of last season, but I'm excited for her to be able to have a little bit more numbers under her belt before we get to put her out there to hopefully have it a little bit more dialed in for her landings and things like that. So she can really reap the rewards of, of all of her hard work this year. Well, we're excited to see her. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I kind of cut you off. Sorry. I didn't mean to, were you going to add something else? No, I'm just, you know, I'm really excited for the, this season to get started. You know, we have, we have some really fun competitions at the beginning of season against, you know, the top teams in the country. And so we're excited to, to start the season off with that. I think, I think that last year, um, you know, my, my first meet last year was against what I think three teams that were in like the final four the year before. And, you know, first meet as a head coach, I was like, okay, here we go. And I, what I learned that day was that, 
it was the best way we possibly could have started the season because it showed our team, you know, showed our team where we could be. And um, so to me, like setting up our schedule this year, I absolutely wanted to go after the same thing. I want to, I want to be on the floor with the best of the best every weekend that we can to be, to really push our team to see where we, where we're at and where we need to go to be successful so they can reach their goals. So I'm really excited about how this season is set up for us. I'm excited about our, about where our team's at and, you know, where we're headed. We want to say thank you so much to Janelle for taking the time to come on our show and talk with us about her team for the upcoming season. We think it's going to be a great season for UCLA. Last season in the Pac-12. Yep. And we cannot wait to cheer you guys on. So best of luck. Now, you guys know the drill at this point in the episode. This is when we transition into our season preview. So if you want to hear our thoughts on the team and what we think the outlook for the season could be for UCLA, then stick around. So we'll start with who UCLA is losing. I think probably the biggest name and the biggest ouch is Jordan Childs. <laughs> Not probably. It definitely <laughs> is. Jordan Childs, Paige Hogan, and then Kalyani Steele is who the Bruins are losing this season. And Paige Hogan and Kalyani Steele didn't consistently contribute to lineup. So really Jordan Childs in the all-around is for sure the biggest loss for them. And that's big shoes to fill, but they have a really strong freshman class. A strong freshman class as well as a transfer with Nia Reed and some athletes coming back. Mark Zeta Frazier is back, Chloe Lashbrook, and Emma Andres. And then, like you mentioned, those freshmen, which why don't you tell us a little bit about them? Give us the accolades. Yeah, so they have Paige Anastasi, who is a level 10 national qualifier from this past year, as well as the Region 8 vault, uneven bar, floor, and all-around champion from this past year. They're bringing in Alex Irvine, who is the 2022 level 10 national bronze medalist on vault, as well as the California state champion on vault from that same year. She did not compete last season. She, I'm assuming, had some sort of injury, but... We've seen her training at UCLA, and she looks great. And then we have the name that many of you probably already know. She's definitely the most well-known freshman in this group, Caitlin Rosen. She was on the elite stage for many, many years, um, the 2022 U.S. Classic Floor Champion. She was a 2018 Level 10 National Floor Champion way back in the day, has qualified to U.S. Elite Nationals four times. So she has lots of experience that she can bring to this Bruin lineup. And I think the biggest thing that these freshmen are bringing is the start values absolutely which i guess we can jump right into vault because i think that's the area last season that you know if there was a weakness for the bruins it was vault in the sense that they didn't have like we said in the interview they didn't have all those 10 start values like all of the other top teams had and in the end you know a 10th here a 10th there or i guess a half 10th here a half 10th there adds up yeah that that could make the difference so it's nice to see that they have some more options coming in with the freshmen picking up naya reed is going to be tremendous for their lineup I'm imagining and then it's nice to hear Clara run she did the front handspring front pike calf last year but was a little bit inconsistent with it it looks so much better now mm-hmm. she only did one routine last year and scored a 9725 she did that at Utah I believe but yeah and glad to hear that she's doing really well with that vault and has worked really hard over the summer to you know put herself in contention for that lineup and give UCLA I guess nearly a full 10 start value lineup they, they have the possibility to do at least seven if our math is correct and maybe there's someone out there that's training a 10 vault that we don't know about but we're thinking they have from what we've seen at least at seven. least seven and then you have to factor in shay campbell of course who has a your trinkle full but it's so nice she averaged over a nine nine 
with that vault last season. And she's actually UCLA's highest scoring returner based on averages. With a full casual. (laughs) So I don't think there's any question that that's going to be in the lineup. So it's not going to be a full lineup of 10 of start values. But like we said with Janelle when we had her on, you don't really need it. Like why go for the extra... The extra half twist just to say that you have a full 10 all start value lineup. When you have someone like Shay who's right. going 9-9 consistently every single week with a full. Like, yeah, or or even higher than 9-9. Like, that's just as good as having a Yurchenko 1.5 in the lineup. You've got to have that in your lineup. So, and then Selena Harris, mm-hmm. beautiful Yurchenko 1.5 that she was really dialing in the landing last season. Finally got her 10 towards the end of the season. Paige Anastasi has a beautiful 1.5. Yeah, she actually has a career high of 9.95 from her level 10 career on vault. So, I think that... That, you know, she might not be the biggest name coming in, but I think we're going to see her star shine, you know, as she kind of gets in the groove here at UCLA. Yeah. And then Caitlin Rosen also comes in with one and a half. It's beautiful as well. So they have some options for sure. Also, Brooklyn Moores. We can't forget about her. She mm-hmm. competes that front handspring pike half vault. And we've heard that she's looking great. So they definitely have some options this year. And some other nice folds as well. I mean, we haven't mentioned Marzetta Frazier as an option on ball. Emily Lee, MML Bouyo. These are all people that have vaulted in the past. Maddie Anemi. Um, even Sienna Olipio. Last season, she was coming back from an injury, so we, she was kind of limited. But she did do a Yurchenko one and a half in her elite career. So I think that, you know, if, as long as she's healthy and all as well, I think that's a possibility as well. Moving on to bars, this is an event that Janelle mentioned that they would like to improve their depth on. Beam as well. I, I kind of feel the same way about these two events. I feel like they have some great options, but maybe when you factor in health and, you know, consistency and people who have experience in the lineup, these are definitely two events where their lineups are a lot less clear and maybe their depth isn't quite as strong. Well, it's good that they have Frida Esparza back in the mix. I'm so, so excited about her. She's training up a hard wash. She looks great. I think having her back in the lineup is going to be a big boost for them. MML Buyo didn't compete bars last season, but she did her freshman season. And we've already seen her so far this year in preseason. So I think having those names in the lineup will help make up for the loss of people like Jordan Childs. But again, like you said, I think that it's going to be a little bit of a uncertainty, at least in the beginning of the season with consistency. How are the freshmen going to handle the expectations and the pressure and just being consistent in the lineup? up week after week after week yeah I think Caitlin Rosen is somebody who's in contention I feel like in her elite days bars wasn't her strongest event but it's not a weak event by any means so she's absolutely somebody who I expect to be contending for a spot in these lineups Emily Lee saw some action in the bar lineup last year Anna Pedereriu is an option and then I feel like Shay Campbell Mars and Selena Harris those are the three that I kind of see as you know I wouldn't say likely locked into this lineup given just how consistent they were last season you know and it's funny selena harris i interviewed her i think it was about a year ago now and i remember her saying that she always got nervous before bars like her hands would sweat but she never looks nervous before she goes and she's actually the highest scoring returner for the bruins on bars she's the highest scoring returner for the bruins on every event but ball so we'd love that for her right as to do that as a freshman to be that consistent that reliable is kind of epic but yeah expecting big things from selena again this year and what do you think about beam beam i feel like is kind of the same situation as bars i think beam they have some strong options it's maybe just not as clear who's going to be in the lineup 
and maybe not as much depth as some of the other events. Like floor, we'll get to in a minute. There's a lot of depth on floor. They even have a little bit more depth on vault, I would say, maybe at this point in time. 100%. I think that Beam is probably the event with the least amount of depth. Mm-hmm. Although I'm looking here at this depth chart that we made for our Gold Level Patreon supporters. And I do think we should move Brooklyn Moores up because we've seen her on Beam and Janelle spoke highly of her on Beam as well. So That's true. she's somebody that we had is in contention, but maybe not as likely for that lineup but I think that she deserves to move up a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, Selena Harris, we mentioned, phenomenal athlete. Emma Malbuyo, she's kind of a beamer in my opinion. Even in her elite days, I always viewed her as like the beamer. Yeah, 100%. Anna Potterariu is phenomenal on beam. Showed a little bit more consistency last year, so I feel like she's a more reliable option for the lineup. Sienna Olivio, absolutely stunning on that yeah, event. beautiful lines. Shay Campbell, of course, Shay. I feel like even just for the all-around purposes, you want to have her in on every event and and then Emily Lee, I think, is, is a good option on Beam. We saw her last season on that event. But then again, there's, you know, Margaretta Frazier, who wasn't in at all last season, I don't think, on Beam. Let us check. Okay, so no Mars on Beam last but season. But she's done it in the past. So mm-hmm. she's absolutely capable of being in that lineup. Caitlin Rosen, Paige Anastasi, I think a healthy Frida Esparza. Brooklyn Moores, like we mentioned. So they mm-hmm. definitely have some options. It's just, again, it's a little repetitive here, but I think the biggest quote-unquote issue is going to be how consistent are those people in the lineup? How strong of a lineup will it actually be? And I think there's a lot more unknowns on this event compared to an event like Volume 4. Luckily, with UCLA, we'll get to meet the Bruins meet that they do, which in the past has either been televised or at the very least live-streamed. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that's the situation again this year because that's usually a good indicator of what the team is looking like what the lineups might be and really kind of answers some of those unknown or those question mark areas that you might have at this point in the season and then floor i think floor is without a doubt their strongest event this season it was their strongest event last season and you know they're losing jordan childs but with caitlin rosen stepping in she has a lot of big potential on that event some big e-tumbling passes that she can choose from naya reed that was you know one of her strongest events when she was at florida she has a career high of a 10 on that event. I would say that was the strongest event for her. You said one of her strongest. Like that was, she only did vault and bars, or sorry, vault and floor at Florida. And I think floor was absolutely the event that she consistently scored the highest on. So yeah, she was really, really consistent on floor at Florida. So that's a huge get for the UCLA Bruins. And the returning Selena Harris, like we mentioned, the highest scoring routine. Shay Campbell, always a joy to watch on that event. Mars, ugh. MML Buyo was in the lineup last season. It was phenomenal. And then Caitlin Rosen, I think this is going to be the event that she really, really shines on. She was great as an elite on this event. Not only consistent with the landings, even like the two foot stuck landings. You don't even have to do that in college, but she was pretty good about that in her elite days. And she also performed really well on floor as an elite. So I'm oh, really yeah. excited to see what her floor routine is going to look like. Her BJ floor routine. Janelle hinted at it. And I just am so, so excited to see it. Because when I watched her in elite, I was like, oh, she's UCLA coded. Like, she is a UCLA girly. Yeah, I'm so, so excited for it. But then there's the depth options. I think Emily Lee, we saw her in the lineup quite a bit last season. She's a strong option. Brooklyn Moores, 
another beautiful performer that I hope we get to see a little bit more of. But yeah, it's going to be harder to get into the lineup on floor, I think, more so than any event. Chloe Lastbrook, Emma Andres, they have been depth options in the past for UCLA. I think they'll continue to be depth options. Maddie Anini, I know people are really, really hoping to see more of her this season. She was great. Meet the Bruins. We saw her floor team. And I want to say she did an exhibition at at least one meet last season on floor. And her floor team was so great. Wasn't she in the lineup at Utah? Or am I making that up? Oh, you know what? I think she was. She was. She was thrown in because Shay wasn't there. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> good memory. I was at that meet and I <laughs> don't even apparently remember. I remember watching her and thinking that she just like absolutely served. I knew we had seen her. I guess I just couldn't. My brain didn't process that it was actually in the lineup and not an exhibition routine. Right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, but no, I think she's great on that event. And so, 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 so much talent and so much depth on this event for UCLA. So I think... Floor is going to be the strongest event for UCLA this season. And then quite literally the opposite of what we would say about last season. I think Vault is going to be right behind Floor is the next strongest. Mm-hmm. And then I think Bars and Beam is kind of a wash at this point. Like, I think they both can be strong and I think they both could be a little bit rocky depending on how mm-hmm. season goes, if that makes sense. I think, yeah, they're not bad events by any they're, means. They're it's not just... bad by any means. I think they need people to step up. I think they need people to be healthy and and they need people to be able to hit when it counts. Um, and I think those are two events that sometimes can be a little bit nervy events. And it can be difficult for some people to step up, especially when they don't have that competitive experience or it's been a while since they've competed. So I'm looking at people like Frida Esparzai, you know, these freshmen, Paige Anastasi, Caitlin Rosen. We haven't mentioned Sarah Julius. I mean, we've seen her training a little bit in preseason and she is a beautiful bar worker. Never's really had the chance to consistently get in the lineup and prove herself and even just get the consistency under her own belt. But so much potential there. And I'm really, really hoping that at least at one point this season, we get to see Sarah Julius in the bar lineup. I need her to get like a 10 and then I'll be fine. Yeah, she absolutely has the makings of a perfect bar routine. She just has got to stay healthy. So what do you think overall? What's the outlook for UCLA? What do you think their chances are? I think it's strong. I think this is a very, very talented team. I think a lot of people, you know, when you lose someone like a Jordan Childs, you kind of like get the beat of sweat and you panic because you're like, that's a lot to lose. And here's the thing. It is a lot to lose. But I also think that every team can say that. Like really aside from Oklahoma, (laughs) every single team is losing somebody or multiple people who are extremely valuable to their team's lineups and they are getting people in that are going to have to step up and fill those spots. So I think that UCLA is not in a unique situation by any means. I think that they just got to be able to put it all together. And I think they have a team that can absolutely do that. I see this team contending for a spot at the four on the floor at nationals. Yeah, they finished the season fifth last year. I know they were really disappointed not to advance onto the final four, but they have a team that can do it again. Yes, I agree. I'm going strong contenders for four on the floor and being in the conversation to see who can pull out the best performance on that day to win a national championship. That does it for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And before we let you go, we got to thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. So a big thank you to Maria P., Yulo, Aaron S., Lydia, Kelsey, Mama T., Sharon B., Steve I., Dana, Kyle M, Alex M, Jenna A, ML, Katie C, MSU, Kimberly G, Randy B, Emily B, Kathleen R, Lucy S, Becca S, Blake B, Cookie Master, Faith, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, 
Amy C, Sumflam, Erica S, M, Derek H, Martin, Paul M, Krista, Jasmine C, and Lee B. And I'm really proud of myself because I did all of that without <laughs> stopping to breathe at all. So That's I'm getting impressive. I'm getting better at it. Like normally I've had to stop in the past. This is like one of the longest gold level Patreon lists that we've ever had. So shout out to you guys. And but we're kind of talking about, I don't know how y'all would feel about it, but potentially not actually saying every name just because the list has gotten pretty long. And I don't know for the gold level Patreons when they sign up. I don't know that that's what they're signing up for. You know what I, I mean? I think in the list of like Patreon perks, I think this is probably the bottom of most people's list. Like they probably care about some of the other perks more than they care about me saying their name in an episode. But I also don't want to speak for you guys. So we may be doing a little like poll on the Patreon app to get your guys' opinion. So if you guys could look for that on Patreon in the coming days and weigh in, that would be really appreciated because we're trying to figure out if we should remove that perk. It would make the outro shorter for sure. It, it would. So anyways, thank you guys for being Gold Level Patreon supporters. Seriously, we do appreciate it so so much we've been getting so much positive feedback support people joining and like we really really appreciate it we've spent a lot of time in trying to up our patreon perks like we have spent months on some of these things like our fantasy routine tracker our fantasy draft lineups um trying to do quick turnaround with these interviews for early releases like there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes to make these perks happen so we do appreciate people you know signing up and also those of you who've been consistent supporters like people from the beginning y'all are real ones and we love all of you so much and if you are interested in becoming a patreon member and joining our little pod squad (laughs) we have a link to our patreon in the show notes down below we'll be back on monday with another segment of recruit reflections this time we have lucy kirchner on the show who just recently as of like a couple days ago signed her national letter of intent to compete for the university of michigan next season and she has a really unique experience and that she is one of the people that and this is very rare i feel like but one of the people that did not visit any other school she actually didn't even visit michigan officially before Mm -hmm. she committed she committed and then she went on her official visit to michigan because michigan was her dream school so thought it'd be cool to have a perspective from somebody who like knew exactly where they wanted to go from the start and kind of just like danced around the entire recruiting process (laughs) and got a scholarship to the university of michigan so we're very excited to bring you guys that interview and we will talk to you in a couple days Bye. bye